0: Dear friends in Christ, all of you have had company over to your house from time to time. And the question I would ask you today when they're sitting in the living room, are you the one sitting with them, visiting, or are you doing some behind the scenes things in the kitchen, getting ready for a meal? We see both of those situations uh, in our gospel text today as Mary is sitting at the feet of the company that had come to their house, to Martha's house, Jesus and his disciples. And then you have Martha, her sister, scurrying around trying to get everything ready for their meal together. I believe this gospel text teaches us A very, very important lesson about the priorities in our spiritual lives. Now, we must admit that Martha's motives were high. Jesus was her guest and she wanted to honor him. So she tried to do that uh, by putting together a, a great meal, serving her Lord. But she was doing it with material things rather than with spiritual communion at his feet. You know, someone has said service to God in the name of love is important, but service can degenerate into mere human activity if it's divorced from constant interaction with the one who is the reason for our service. So then service to others is good, but it's not enough. In fact, it is possible not only to be distracted with much serving, but we can also lose out on the important things of life by being distracted. The Lord wants our service, but he also wants our hearts. There's nothing wrong with being busy for the Lord unless it takes time away from the person that we are doing all the work for. I remember in seminary, one of our professors as we were talking about this type of thing, he said, I want you to imagine um, a number eight, but put it on its side so it's like a track that goes like this. And he says, some people spend their time way over here. All they do is, is good things and service, and that's, that's great. There are others over on the opposite extreme who just talk about their faith in Christ and, and growing in the Lord and how much they love God. And that's good, too. But we need both. And he says, for a Christian, the important thing is to try to find that intersection between service and faith, right in the middle of the number eight. And that does make sense. Our service to others, you see, always needs to be in in constant rhythm with our sitting at the feet of Jesus times times listening to every word that he says. Now, this must be true. To find that balance, not only to remain a faithful Christian, but also if our service itself is to be meaningful and helpful. One member of our church told me once that when she has to miss worship for a particular reason on a given Sunday, she says... "and and." not hearing God's word for me that Sunday, she says, I just kind of wander through the week. Have you ever had that feeling that you didn't get to church on a Sunday and you just kind of went to work or went to school and it was just kind of um, a different type of week because you didn't have those words that God has for us week by week to guide us through life. It's true that when our spiritual tank is empty, We start doing our work, you see, in our own strength, and soon the load gets too heavy. And sometimes we wonder, I just can't, how am I going to do everything that I need to do this week? The Lord says, I will be with you, and I want to give you words week by week to help you with that load that you're under. Some have seen Martha in our gospel story today as the classic workaholic Christian who was setting herself up for spiritual burnout. You know, I've been watching um, from time to time the heavy machinery that's sitting over here uh, by the new Story City Swimming Pool and the the progress that they're making digging that hole and and getting it ready for, for opening next year. And I was thinking about all that great machinery, how important you have to have the right type of of, uh, machine in order to do a certain job. But what if the construction crew didn't plan ahead? And they had all this machinery, but they didn't have enough fuel to run those machines. It wouldn't do much good to have the machines. They wouldn't get much done, would they? In our story today, we read that Martha was, was anxious and And she was troubled about many things, things that really didn't matter to her guests, like fixing an elaborate meal. She was, you see, running out of fuel. She was forgetting the main thing in her life. Ten years ago, our family gathered in Seattle for my dad's 80th birthday party. And there was a big room in the lodge that we had rented for our family reunion. And one evening, my dad told us that he would like to take some time, since it was an important birthday, to share his life story. And I remember trying to get everybody rounded up in this one big room uh, so that we we could hear what my dad had to say. I remember a couple of our family members were in the kitchen planning the meals for the next day. And and I told them what was happening, and they, of course, quickly came to the, the other room where we the rest of us were. And during the next hour, full, a full hour, my dad shared for all his family gathered in front of him his life story and the blessings that he had received through his almost... Uh, 80 years at that time. We were planning another party next month for his 90th birthday. But we celebrated together out there in our memorial service for him and reflected on those things that he uh, shared with us uh, during that hour uh, during his 90th birthday party. And I thought to myself, what if some of those family members had just stayed in the kitchen, getting that important work done of planning our meals for the next day? They would have missed out on what my dad had shared and missed out on a tremendous blessing. Fortunately, that didn't happen. And, and uh, one of our family members even recorded uh, my dad sharing during that hour. And we played it again last week as we prepared for the memorial service and, and we were blessed again by his words. And I got to thinking about that, that maybe more of us as the years go by and we're getting up in age should be thinking about setting our family down sometime and just sharing our life story and how the Lord has blessed us for certainly it'll be a tremendous blessing to your family as well in the years to come. You know, sometimes we have to ask ourselves, have I been guilty of doing things that really aren't so important and then find out there's no time left to do the very important things? Not only was Martha... Uh, wasting time, but she had lost her perspective on what was really important in her life, namely her relationship with Jesus and the words that he had for her. And because of that, she had lost the true reason for her work. So in, we see in our text today, in a gentle way, Jesus responded to Martha's anxiousness by saying, You are right, Martha. We do have to eat. But right now, only one thing is important. I have some words that will feed your soul. In other words, Martha, let's keep the main thing the main thing. I have the words of life for you. Jesus wanted Martha to receive those words that could could nourish her whole life body, mind, and spirit. And she was only concerned with her company having enough food to nourish them physically. The words by Christ for Mary and Martha, I believe, are also words for us today as well. And I hope that's why that you're here this morning. You know, Sunday lunch will come later, and that's important. But right now, during this hour, we have some important things to talk about because the Lord has something for us each here today to help us make it through this coming week. Things that are really the essence of what life is about. He can turn our lives around and give us nourishment and strength to face and confront the challenges that we're all facing in in different ways in our own individual lives. Now, Jesus is not saying that working for food and clothing and shelter and meaningful relationships with family and friends aren't important. No. But he simply says to you and me today through this particular text, keep the main thing the main thing. Take the time to nourish your relationship with your Master and Lord, so that all the other relationships you have and all the other duties you have will be fully meaningful to you and fulfilled in the best possible way. Are you putting worship and your daily personal devotions as an important thing in your life? Let's be honest and upfront with Jesus and tell him our Our frustration with the busyness of life and how we need help to make it through from day to day. You know, Christ doesn't call us to make a choice between being concerned about our needs and our relationship with Him. No, it's not an either or, but a both and situation. Christ calls us to ask Him for help to keep these things in balance to continue to be at the intersection in the figure eight from day to day. When Jesus was being tempted by the devil in the wilderness, the devil knew Jesus was hungry, and he asked him to meet his bodily needs by turning some stones into bread. How did Jesus respond? Well, he responded by quoting the scriptures And he said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Even in that situation, Jesus was teaching us that in certain situations, the word of God and the nourishment that it gives is more important than our immediate physical needs. Communion with God is not to be a luxury that we do if we have some extra time during the week. It's essential, you see, to our spiritual and emotional and physical life. So let's never allow the voices of our busy lives drown out the sound of the gentle words of Jesus calling us into a deeper relationship with him the voice of Jesus may be calling you and I today to take a rest from our weary attempt to accomplish all the demands of life and experience his strength and his peace in a deeper way. Amen.